Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is NBA Today, hosted by Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, Anthony Davis is nearing his return for the Lakers. We have a live report from Brooklyn on AD's status. Plus, has the point guard Chris Paul put himself in the MVP conversation? Big surprise. Big Perk has a big take on CP3. And J.J. Redick, Perk, and Richard help me introduce this year's All-American teams. Kids, please don't be Richard. (laughs) I don't know what hurt more, the fall or the crowd getting on him. Oh my gosh, that hurt me. That hurt me deeply. I see why you went bald. <laughs> yeah, you know what's that crazy? was hard. It, it was like, I literally have this posted on every social media channel I have. And they were like, hey, Richard, we got a surprise for you today. I'm like, did you guys pull this off my channel? Is that what it is? You guys are going to mess with me today with him walking in here looking like. No one can mess with you if you mess with Ma- Malcolm first. X. <laughs> That's what he's looking like. Hey, yeah. My. You're in timeout. I okay. am here with Big Perk Richard and JJ Reddick in studio. Yeah. Here yeah, with me. Yes, and Perk brought his, his school glasses just for the occasion. I'm Malika Andrews. This is NBA Today. And what a show we have for you. So, Perk, are you ever going to let Richard live that dunk down, first of all? No, I, I was just talking. I see why he went bald. But, but my question is, hat? those glasses, are those prescription? No, nah, it's why not. It's not, it's, it's not. It's shout out fashion. to Swagoo and 9-5 for holding me down. Swagoo sent me these. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. they look better on Swagoo. Let's start with Anthony Davis, who has been out since December 17th, missing the last 16 games. So the Lakers, they went 6-10 and 10 in those games, but his return is imminent, and we might see him as soon as tonight in Brooklyn when the Lakers take on the Nets. So for more, we welcome in our Lakers reporter, Dave McMenamin, who is at Barclays Center. Dave, what's the latest on Anthony Davis's status? Malika, he's been upgraded to probable, and tonight he's going to get to Barclays Center, go on the court, go through his regular pregame routine, and make the final determination if he'll come back from the 17-game absence caused by that sprained MCL in his left knee. Now, the good news is on Sunday in Miami, he went through a pregame workout without the brace on. He went two-on-two on the court. He was feeling great, according to a source of mine. He rested his body on Monday when the team traveled from Miami to New York, and you know, all signs are pointing towards Anthony Davis being back in the lineup tonight. Mm, and it's no secret, Dave, that AD, he makes any team better, especially one that's been stuck in the mud most of the season. What are his teammates saying about his return? Well, LeBron said that anytime you add a player of AD's caliber, it helps on everything you do. Uh, particularly, they're going to need him defensively. The Lakers have slid back defensively. They were number one in the league last year in that department. They're 19th this year and Russell Westbrook pointed out that this is yet another adjustment that the team's going to have to make not only AD will have to work to get his rhythm back but the team is going to have to adjust around him because it's been about five weeks since they've had him in the lineup 
Yeah, and you said it, Dave. It's been 17 games. My correction, I said 16. You said 17 games since he has played. So they are hopeful that he was going to be back tonight. Dave, thank you so much. I'm sure we'll be seeing you all over ESPN today as we build up to that tip-off at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific. Really appreciate it. All right, so it's time to unpack all things Anthony Davis with the three of you. And, JJ, uh, I want to start with you here. So if Davis does play tonight, where are we going to see his impact the most? Dave mentioned it. The biggest impact is defensively. Lakers had a two back-to-back top five defenses. They were number nine before Anthony Davis got hurt this year. Mm. They slid all the way to 19th. The biggest question mark to me is, can he start to make jumpers? Can he recapture that magic that he had in the bubble when he made 38% three uh, during the playoff run? He's been one of the least efficient jump shooters in the league this season. So that, that's the bigger question mark to me. But the impact is for sure on the defensive end. Absolutely. I mean, they were the number three ranked defense, I believe, uh, Perk, when they were able to win a championship. Mm-hmm. So his impact tonight, do you think it needs to be defensively? Yeah, I just think he just need to go out there and be the best version of him, right? Like, sitting on the sideline, you have a different appreciation for the game. You also could, could see where you could impact the game. And you start to miss the game. So I think AD, I just want to see him go out there and play with passion. We already know that he could go out there and get you a cool 24-11 in his sleep because he's just that talented and athletic. But I want to see AD take his passion to another level. And I think we're going to see that tonight. Being away from the game, I think he's going to come back with a different type of energy and mindset. Well, and Richard, you won a championship with LeBron James. What role does he play in Anthony Davis's return here? Well, I, I think, you know, for LeBron, it's all, you know, when he was playing the center and he was doing the things, running the floor, trying his best. It was Some of it was fake hustle, but he was doing his best. He was basically just out there saying, like, hey, look, when Anthony Davis comes back, this is what we expect from you in, in this space. Do I think that, like, Anthony Davis is going to come out and be the offensive player that, that he was in the bubble? I don't think yet. You know, he's missed a month and a half because of injury. But ultimately, and we're all on the same thing, defense is something you can control. Your effort, your intensity, your communication, that is control. Making jumpers, somewhat out of your control, but, well, not maybe not for JJ, <laughs> but, you know, that's out of your control. But defense, you can do it. So if he comes out here and tries to control what he can control, the Lakers need that defensive intensity. Because if you're giving up less points, you don't have to score as many points. And mm. that can be key to their success. No, I'm with you. I, I think the Lakers also got to do a great job of establishing him. As a big man, like, you know, AD... In order to get him going defensively, sometimes you got to feed him. You know what I mean? You got to stroke his ego a little bit. We used to do it with Serge Ibaka. Seriously, Serge Ibaka in Oklahoma City. We made sure in the first quarter we got Serge going. You know why? Because we knew that Serge Ibaka was going to go out there and get us 10 to 12 blocks like he was capable of doing 10 to 12 blocks in a game? He did that. Go pull up. In Oklahoma City, Surge was different. Yes. I know. Uh, okay, so but I'm just saying. But that's I'm like, just, that's like, that's like, that's like once, maybe twice in his career. But no, like, that's not. You're saying that no, that's really not. You want to bet some push-ups? Oh, the push-ups. You want to bet some push-ups? Yeah, yeah. But see, look, here's the thing, too. Braun, I, I heard him in his post-game interview talking about how he's in the zone right now. He's mm. not changing anything. I understand that. But he's going to have to change up a little bit and kind of stroke AD because for the simple fact that if you don't change up and you don't get the best version of Anthony Davis, you're not going to do nothing. Mm. Well, speaking of energy players, we've spent so much time on this show talking about Russell Westbrook. And there's a great piece by Ramona Shelburne that's up on ESPN.com just about how he sort of ebbs and flows and maybe more so than anyone else feeds off the energy of the Lakers and the players around him. So, J.J., what does AD's return, how does that impact Russ specifically? 
I wish there was a good answer for this. <laughs> Welcome, David. I wish there was a good answer for There's this. Not. Look, I, I've been saying this all season. Uh, the pieces on this team do not fit well together, mm-hmm. okay? And when you have two guys who are not particularly good jump shooters playing a lot of minutes together, that leads to inefficient offense. Right. That's just a fact. And the other thing I've said all season – the, the, the Lakers traded for who they got. This is who Russell Westbrook is. There's nothing he's done differently. Uh, you know, there's the, the viral clip the other day of him shooting off the side of the backboard. That's his spot. He's above league average from that spot. This is who he is as a player. And it's, and it's, who, it's who he's always been. But I will say this. Anthony Davis's percentage from three dropping, right, that's one of those things that affects Russell. And I think some some of that could be Russell because teams are like, we're going to stay attached. Right. We're going to stay attached to, to Anthony Davis. We're not going to give him the space because we're okay with Russ going downhill. It was one of the reasons why when I, when I was in Dallas and Dirk and Rondo, everybody remembers that trade where Rondo didn't fit. Dirk really struggled with Rondo because Dirk was used to Steve Nash. He was used to Jason Terry. He was used to these guards that can score. So when they would start to score, you would give help, Dirk would get the spot. They would just stay attached to Dirk, let Rondo go, so it didn't it didn't flow as well together. And I think Anthony Davis's shooting struggles could have a small bit to do with Russ because he's not getting that space because people are allowing Russ to do what they want. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out why can't the high pick and roll work with Russell and Anthony Davis? You know, like it, it did. Like we saw a sample size with Russ and LeBron James, and it worked perfectly fine. Uh. Well, LeBron was setting the screen, rolling, and Russ was hitting them. He was getting layups or dunks. Why can't that happen with Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis is beyond me. Like, Well, uh, to, to your point, Perk, I think that's a great question. But how much of AD as the screener is he as a roller? To me, he pops more, right? And uh. so if he's shooting – an inefficient clip from the mid-range and an inefficient clip from three, and all he's doing is popping. So I, I agree with you, but when, when Russ and LeBron were working, LeBron was rolling and then making plays well, out of that. And that's what he to Tell AD to, to roll to the damn paint. That's well, what you're saying. Perk, can I borrow your glasses just, just <laughs> for one second? Oh, those are too fresh. Well, I, I wanted to because, you know, I, I was doing a little bit of studying and my, my, my scholarly self over here, uh, 10 Ten times, ten blocks. You were saying how many times? How many times did you say he got that all the no, time? No, I said he was getting that, and uh, like he got that. Like we know he I, got that three times. Okay, but we. I, I <laughs> that's I'm over. just saying no, it's I, not like all okay, the time. Saying, it was three times okay, that he I'm did that. Saying, but what I'm saying is, go look and see how many times he had over five blocks or seven blocks, Malik. But, but that's not what. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. no see how bad it is. Per game. I did not say Serge Ibaka was getting. 10 to 12. Um, all right, we're going to need that game. clip. We're going to need to run it back. AD's return. We're going to be getting into that much more later in the show because Blackish star Miles, da- Miles Brown joins us, and I hear the Blackish may have a special tie to the Lake Show soon. What are you guys doing over there? Coming up on NBA Today, Chris Paul scored 15 points in the fourth quarter to lead the Suns to a win. Where is he in the MVP conversation? And I wish, JJ. And will Clay Thompson suit up for the Warriors tonight against the Mavs? Our Warriors Warriors reporter Kendra Andrews joins us for an update. Plus, we will reveal the McDonald's All-American boys and girls rosters. We'll get some perspective on that honor from JJ, Rich, and Perk. That's Mm -hmm. next. You were McDonald's, Perk? You're watching NBA Today, live from Los Angeles. 
We're in Los Angeles. I'm Malika Andrews, joined by J.J. Reddick, Kendrick Perkins, and you got it, Richard. Richard Jefferson. Do you guys know what you all have in common? What's the... What? No, I'm not a... We're NBA players. <laughs> We're NBA players. Well, that. And you are all McDonald's, all Americans. And so we have the distinct pleasure of revealing this year's roster today on the show. But before we get to that, I do want to look back at some highlights from when you Ooh, all played muscle, 1998. Oh, mm. Look at that blocking shots all day. Get out of here. Oh, my goodness. Young fella. Look at that. Can you still get up like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you at all. And then. Oh. Just a little simple, a little sunlight, a little sunlight. One basket, his two one points, two points. and he was proud of it. He yeah. let him know. And then next in 2002, who we got? It's J. Oh, JJ, JJ. JJ had the one against the grain right there. Yeah. And he was like, I got this. Look at the swag he's playing with. A little pump fake. I had a lot of confidence back then. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. That, that is coming through. We can oh. see that. And I think there might have been a play later in this game too, where you hit this, right? Yep. And then, as you're running back, do you remember what you did? I pointed to the floor <laughs> so everyone could acknowledge that I was shooting beyond the NBA three-point range. But you, yeah. were, the second, you Clue, were the second best DJ shooter. DJ Clue, who was a big deal at the you, time, DJ Clue he was sitting courtside going nuts. MVP level. And then in 2003, we had oh, big Kendrick God. Perkins. No flavor saver. Where's the flavor saver? Oh, 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 oh. It was close. Oh, oh, look at that. Second, third effort. Running back. I feel like that class was weak, though. Yeah. That was a week. That was a That was a six point. That's okay. more than you, Richard. Yeah, what was going on shoulder. there? Your shoulder? I hurt my shoulder. What was, what I hurt my shoulder. Charmin. Were you okay? Charmin. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not going there. All right. I do want to talk about your memories of that game and Perk, since you're the youngest and Richard is the oldest. I'm going <laughs> to start with you. And your class was one of the best ever. It had CP3. It had LeBron James. What do you remember about playing in the All-American game? Well, well, one, it was rigged. It was set up for LeBron James all the way. It was in Cleveland. He won the dunk contest. Shannon Brown should have won it. But look, one story. You know you have the practice, right? <laughs> You have the practice before the McDonald's game. You had a scrimmage the yeah. day before. So I was on the West and in the EB, and we were tearing the East up. He was going at Braun, talking noise. And, like, yeah, I'm talking about giving him that work. All of a sudden, LeBron went and got some shots up after the scrimmage. And then when he, when he came back, when the lights came on, it was a wrap. That's why I faked the shoulder injury. <laughs> well, JJ, you won the mm -hmm. three-point contest in 2002. What do you remember from that? I just like to acknowledge. Tell the truth. I I had Tell the uh, truth, I had 26 points in the McDonald's game, and these guys combined had eight. <laughs> I like I to acknowledge that. MVP. You know what? This so my class was the first class that also had a a women's team, a girls team, and I can't remember her name, but whoever was the girl and who won the the girls three point contest, she. Um, she beat, she beat me by like 10 shots. I was there. I can't remember her name. It wasn't close. I was in it the was building. It was 20 years ago, Malika. Uh, okay, well, speaking of 20 years ago, we have to go to uh, Old Man Plus 3, right? So we're going to go to Richard. Uh, what? So 1998. Let me tell you guys. Just, no, 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 happened? no. But everybody, even all the kids at home, understand this. There are a couple of people up here that peaked in high school. 
Don't be that person. Don't peak in high school. Don't do that. See me, I set the bar extremely low and I just kept building like, man, this guy's working. All the NBA scouts are like, look, he can barely dunk here. Look at all the work he put in at Arizona. These other guys, don't peak in high school. Don't be those guys. That's the one thing that I want to say to all the future McDonald All-Americans coming in here. Well, future McDonald All-Americans, we get the honor of adding yeah. some more to the list. Now it is the moment that you've been waiting for. It's time to announce the McDonald's All-American team rosters, starting with the boys. So they're headlined by the top four recruits, according to ESPN 100. Number one, Derek Lively, Amari Bailey, Keontae George, and Derek Whitehead. A lot of Duke players. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. we also have Jaden Bradley, Chris Livingston, Brandon Miller, Dylan Mitchell, Julian Phillips, MJ Rice, JJ Starling, Unist Uday Jr., Jerace Walker, Cameron Whitmore, Anthony Black, Adem Bona, Grady Dick, Mark Mitchell, Artario Morris, Nick Smith, Kaysen Wallace, Jordan Walsh, Kalel Ware, and Kajani Wright. And our NBA Draft Insider Mike Schmitz on who are the standouts among this group. Well, Malika, this McDonald's All-American class has two projected top five picks in the 2023 ESPN mock draft, according to Jonathan Gavoni, headlined by projected number three pick Nick Smith. Headed to Arkansas, think Jamal Crawford stylistically, a guy who can get to his pull-up at will out of a variety of different dribble moves, very good rising up in mid-range spots, plays off of hesitations, hang dribbles, behind-the-back wrap dribbles, crossovers, very smooth and shifty as a shot creator, has floaters from all over the floor, and he's shown the willingness to facilitate. He's improved as a passer and then has the length to be an impactful defender, 6'5", 6'9", wingspan, a lot to like about him long term and then the projected number four pick the number one player in his high school class headed to duke Derek Lively, 7-1 big man, really the prototypical modern big, can step out and shoot the three, can put an absolute lid on the rim defensively. That's his elite NBA skill, but also very light on his feet, very mobile, can get up and down in transition, can finish above the rim in space so you can pick and pop him, and you can hard roll him as a vertical spacer, has a strong feel for the game, really fits that Evan Mobley style big that every NBA team is looking for. Really intriguing McDonald's All-American class of NBA prospects. Thank you, Mike. So Mike will join us in studio tomorrow to unveil the new 2022 mock draft. Where will Paolo Banchero and Chet Holmgren land? Uh, right up there at the top of Uh-huh. Get him, Chet. Uh. All right. We have so much more, though, coming up on our show. Coming up on NBA Today, are Chris Paul and Devin Booker the best backcourt in the league? Richard's going to tell you who belongs in that conversation. Plus, it's the best plays from Monday's action. You have to stick around for the top of the top. And Miles Brown, co-star of Blackish, he's going to join the show. We'll talk about the time that he hit a half-court shot at the Lakers facility and more. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NBA Today is brought to you by 
The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. The Pack is back in an all-new movie event. Streaming this Friday, only on Disney+. Welcome back to NBA Today. So Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and the Suns, they extended their winning streak to seven games last night, and it was all about the fourth quarter, and it is largely because of that man, Chris Paul, Richard. No, look, Chris Paul in the fourth quarter has been elite. Everything that this individual has been doing, uh, not turning the ball over, getting to the spot, getting his teammates involved, he has been absolutely next level. Well, and there you see it. 2.8 assists per game in the fourth quarter. That leads the NBA, Richard. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm talking about. Not only is he assisting, but he's not turning over, and then he's knocking down threes. Him and Devin Booker have been so elite in their clutch time performance. It has been next level. I don't know if we've seen a backcourt be this dominant in the, in the fourth quarter. Here's Monty Williams after the game. It is a luxury to have the ball in his hands. Um, makes the right plays. And he's not afraid to take those shots. The numbers that he puts up, you know, just making sure the team's ready to go and, you know, putting people in the right spots. And, you know, he kind of puts the defense in a tough situation. It's like a, a pick your poison thing with him, especially, you know, if he's getting good screens and that, that big's rolling, you know, he makes it, he makes it tough on the defense. Chris Paul, he just continues to make his teammates better when it matters the most. He has 120 assists in the fourth quarter this season, 45 more than any other player. So I'm here with Big Perk, Richard, and JJ, and I, I want to start with you. So given that the Suns' record, fourth quarter numbers, should Chris Paul be considered in the MVP conversation? <laughs> it's a setup. I'm done with you guys today. That's a setup. I'm done with you that guys. That is a setup. Look, he absolutely can be a part of the conversation. Um, when we talk about Devin Booker and CP as like the best backcourt or potentially the best backcourt in the league, they almost offset each other when we start talking about MVP. Mm -hmm. that's, that's part of the problem. And, and look, the eye test people probably love Book better. Hmm. The analytics people probably love CP better. That hurts them when we talk about who right. actually is a top three MVP candidate on that team. I don't think either of them really are. Right, because when we're talking about Kevin Durant or when you're talking Jokic, about Giannis, Jokic, Giannis, MVP, Steph, yes. it's, it's, oh, who's carried their team, even with James Harden and Kyrie Irving on that team because of the circumstances, Perk. Well, no, I have to disagree. And, and look, here's the thing. We have this conversation, and we're going to continue to have this conversation, JJ. If about you the say MVP, Ja Morant, MVP I swear conversation. to God. I was not about to say anything about Ja. I'm actually about to say something about CP3 for the simple fact that here's the thing. I'm looking at Bismack Biombo, and I got his name right on the first I'm try. I'm so yeah. proud of yeah, you. Yeah, I am too. But listen, 16 points, 13 rebounds. He's been averaging a double-double. And I point him out why. Because you could plug anybody in with CP3, and he's going to, to make them look great. Go back down the line, how he made uh, DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin look. When you was with the Clippers, you know firsthand. After, they, after DeAndre Jordan, CP3 departed, DJ ain't been nowhere to be found, okay? And then when we go to looking at this team, see, here's the problem I have. Tell us. Same team, same position, same results, meaning we got to keep the same energy that we had for Steve Nash when they gave him the MVP. The numbers are not that far off at all. I mean, CP3 averaging a double-double, leading the league in assists. He should be in the MVP conversation. So when I look at this Suns team, you could take Devin Booker off and there'll still be a playoff team. I think well, if it's you very take, similar to OKC. I think if you take CP3 yep. off, they're not a playoff team. Yep. 
Ooh, that, that's tough. I think, it, I think it's very, very close. I think the whole MVP thing and why it's kind of confusing is because you're always going to point to the fourth quarter stats of, of Chris Paul, which is the most important. But when you look at guys, let's, let's say a Giannis, let's say a John Morant, let's say whoever it is, uh, a, a, a Jokic, they're dominating for three quarters. Like, Jokic has no one on the floor, respectfully to his teammates, but he's missing Jamal Murray, missing uh, Porter, Porter Jr. Jr. So right. you're missing, you know, 40 points a game, damn near, and he's carrying that load on the offensive end. He's getting everyone involved. He's doing that, but he's got to do that for 48 minutes, where Chris Paul gets his team to the fourth quarter and then dominates in the fourth quarter. So it's like, what is it? Is it the most important time of the game or the overall, like, stats? It's, almost, it it's almost like, and as he's gotten older, he's gotten smarter about this. Yes. It's almost like he's conserving energy. And the first year I really saw this was after he got traded from Houston. He was, he was banged up, re reshaped his body. But that year in OKC, he would let Shea go to work. Uh -huh. He would let those Gallo go to work. But when it came down, down to the fourth quarter, he's manipulating every possession to get to his spot and go to work. See, here's the problem I have. I don't know what's the criteria for the MVP. It no changes more. every year. It's not, it's, not, it's not the best player or who's the most dominant. It's about if you take this guy off this team, where would this team be? And we saw what Phoenix were, were without Chris Paul, and we saw what they did with Chris Paul and Chris Paul. That's the whole thing of the MVP. Take this guy off this team, and where would this team be? So yes is your short answer. He would be in the MVP conversation. Yes, he should be. Right, because then you take it off. All right, so then I'll, I'll lower it, the, the standard, Please, just a little bit. I'll lower and then I will broaden. Richard, <laughs> the best backcourt in the league. Did the Suns have it? Oh, 1,000%. Now, are right. they the most accomplished? No. That still goes to Golden State, and we don't know where Clay will be at the end of the season. That's so, right. let's say, hypothetically, this Clay starts recovering, and he gets to 80% with Steph playing at the MVP level. Will they have the best backcourt in a conference finals? I don't know. But currently today, right now, and even I'll go as far to say over the last two seasons, they've had the best backcourt in the league, and it really and truly hasn't been that close. You played with Chris Paul. Yes, best backcourt in the league for the Suns right now? Absolutely. Absolutely, best yes. backcourt. And, and, and I agree with you. It's not close. Yeah, it's not even close. It's not close. Did Demar, did Demar, and Zach Levine die? Like, what? What do you mean? The Bulls haven't been healthy, but when them, them two are on the floor together, yes, it is close. And who but starts? Who starts? It, I, know. It, I know we're not. We're, we play position. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The same Demar that you put in the MVP. And we talk about all the same Demar that you put in the MVP. We're blurring the lines now. So you're saying Demar should be the MVP? The same Demar that you put in the MVP conversation. So you're putting Demar in the MVP conversation. JJ did. Oh, the first coming out now. No, he is. But how is it not even close when you come when you're talking about backcourts? Zach Levine and Demar Derozan. Be really honest, there is not. I don't know of too many GMs. Like, if you were to have to say, Am I going to pick Chris Paul and Devin Booker, or am I going to pick Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan? Even though he's playing great, Good I think players. most GMs are going to go. Awesome. That's why you're not awesome a GM. Players. Well, speaking of GMs, in the other Suns news, the Suns they have agreed to a contract extension with general manager James Jones. And the Suns they play in our NBA Wednesday doubleheader on ESPN and the First, the Knicks and the Heat face off at 7.30 Eastern. And then it's the Suns. They face the Jazz. And our coverage starts with NBA Countdown at 7 o'clock Eastern. But I do want to get back to the McDonald's All-American game because we already unveiled the boys, but it's time to unveil the girls. It's no surprise here. The top four in the Hoop Girls Top 100 made the roster. That's Lauren Betts, Kiki Rice, Janiah Barker, and Ayana Patterson. And then we also have Paris Clark, Paris Clark, Talasia Copper, 
Talaja Cooper, excuse me, Chance Gray, Tanaya Latson, India Navarre, Kyla Oldcare, Justine Piscott, Grace Van Sloot, Ashlyn Watkins, Reagan Beers, Ice Yune Ice Brady, KK Bransford, Tamia Gardner, Alaya Gales, Ashlyn Jackson, Gabriella Jaquez, Flaje uh, Johnson, Dariana Littlepage Bugs, Maya Naja, Naji, Maya Naji, and Ruby Whitehorn. So congratulations to all of these young women on making the All-American Games roster. Coming up well, on NBA Today, Clay Thompson has missed the last two games, but is he nearing a return? Live report from the Bay coming up. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The minute he touches the ball, he is a threat. Kyrie Irving's in his bag. Now it's up. Steph Curry's the greatest shooter God ever created. Steph hit a tray. It ain't nothing. That's what's up. It's Saturday primetime. Nets Warriors on ABC. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's going to be a great Saturday with our first ABC Prime game of this week. And as of today, the Warriors, they're second in the Western Conference. And while there's so much positivity and excitement surrounding Golden State this season, January, it's been a little bit of a rough month for the Dubs. In their last 10 games, they're 43.3% in field goals. That's the third worst in the NBA. And of course, the most recent bright spot was Klay Thompson's return. The Warriors, they're 2-4 and four in games Klay has played in since he came back. And for more on Klay, I want to bring in our Warriors reporter, Kendra Andrews. So Kendra, yesterday you tweeted that Klay Thompson is questionable against the Mavericks with knee soreness, but what's his status? Well, Malika, Clay first started experiencing that knee soreness on Sunday during the team's walkthrough ahead of their game against the Utah Jazz. And this is the same knee that he had surgically repaired after tearing his ACL in Game 6 of the 2019 NBA Finals. Uh, he also did not practice the other day, though I did see him on the stationary bike and by the squat rack. Now, Steve Kerr said that there's nothing to be too concerned about regarding Clay's knee, and holding him out of Sunday's game and practice yesterday was out of abundance of caution as they bring him back off of that two-year layoff. As you said, he's listed as questionable tonight against Dallas, but whether or not he plays, his knee is something we're going to be monitoring very, very closely. Yeah, absolutely. And whether whatever Steve Kerr says, whether or not he's too concerned, whenever you hear surgically repaired knee and soreness, there's a little bit of concern that comes up for Warriors fans. But what's been the biggest adjustment for the Warriors in working Clay back into the flow and rotation? 
Well, there's two areas of his game to really watch. The first is actually his dribbling and ball handling, which is a little bit ironic. He's been doing that more than he ever has before since returning. Now, Steve Kerr said that this is in part because the last time Clay Thompson played, he was playing alongside Kevin Durant, mm. one of the most prolific ball handlers this game has ever seen. And right now, the Warriors are also without Draymond Green, who is currently their best facilitator. So Clay has been picking up some of the slack there. But he also said, Clay said, this is a way that I can get going and get into a rhythm. He knows that he has the strength and the ability to dribble and drive to the hoop, possibly draw some contact and go to the free throw line. So until his shot fully returns, he's going to use this to get a rhythm. The other area is his defense. Malika, before he was injured, Clay was one of the most elite two-way guards in the NBA. And his usual defensive assignment was to take on the opponent's best wing. So take tonight's game against uh, Dallas's example. You would expect to see him go up against Luka Doncic. Steve Kerr said that whether or not Clay plays, this job tonight is going to be reserved for Andrew Wiggins, mm. who has been defending the other team's best wing for the last year and a half. And even after Clay Thompson comes back fully and after his defense is up to speed expect to see Andrew Wiggins stay in this role I asked Andrew what kind of potential is there for you and Clay to be an elite defensive tandem and he said it can be so great because they can continuously hound their opponent all night long he said it's going to be something very special well and watching Andrew Wiggins ascent with the Warriors this season has been something that's been very interesting to watch Kay thank you so much for joining us here on NBA today that's the news part of Clay's knee but for what it actually means on the court hey JJ what can you show us yeah, let me preface this, this entire segment with acknowledging that I am not a doctor. Uh, You're I am not, a, not doctor. a doctor. You're not a doctor. I do know, however, that the ACL is responsible for stability in your knee joint. Yeah. And look, basketball is not a linear sport. We're not running in straight lines. Clay's not standing still. I was going to say, we move in a three-dimensional plane. Frontal, sagittal, and transverse. All right, all right. Okay, so the Warriors' <laughs> offense is based on movement. So yeah. they love to play out of the post and uh, run split action up top. Mm -hmm. Never seen. So if, if Perk's got it up there. <laughs> That's a stance. I'm running I'm running split split action up here with RJ, and he top locks me. What am I planning on? I'm back cutting here. Oh, let me get a lay. Obviously, Clay loves catch and shoot action. Again, RJ's in a lock and trail. I'm coming off perk again. RJ decides to shoot the gap. Oh, Where no. am I planning? Watch again. it, Jay. Oh, right I don't there. know if I can make this. Go oh, ahead. Come on, let's, don't be scared. I'm oh. afraid. It's Man, all it's good. So it's all good. Exactly. 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 But look, it's all good. This, these actions happen on every possession for the Warriors. They, they, they require movement on offense. He's constantly having to move and load in different planes. And, and, and that's hard to do. I think it's to be expected yes. that he's having some soreness in his knee. Well, and the other part about it that I think is very, very key is that what you said, everything is constant movement. He's not a stationary three-point shooter. So the fatigue that comes from back-to-back -back games, playing multiple, and even the the work that you have to do to condition mm -hmm. yourself to make those shots for 48 minutes, for an overtime, for a double overtime. You are pushing your body to the brink, so it is expected like, Perk, you've experienced no, knee soreness, no, you've torn an ACL. No, I have, life. and it's all about your workload, right? So I always tell people, you can work out as much as you want, but until you get in those game situations, you really don't know what your body can handle. Mm -hmm. And I think Clay came out and he looked great, and all of a sudden he like, hold on, man, like, <laughs> man, this this speed a little different. Like I'm chasing people. I'm also playing both ends of the floor, so it's gonna take time. But he'll be all right. Here, here's here, here's something I, I I'm very curious about. It's how they manage his minutes. Yeah. Because I, I would almost look into maybe t starting with him off the bench. Yeah. 
playing him maybe for a longer stretch or bringing him back in at the second quarter. But right now, he starts, he plays his run, and then he sits for like 30 real minutes. Yeah, and then we're talking about an ACL and an Achilles. We're not just talking about one injury. So yeah. there's so many biomechanics that come with that, making sure. But we got our guy. Where's our guy, Miles, at? <laughs> hey, let me get a game in, man. Oh, okay, okay. Let me get a game in, man. What's going on? We got our guy, Miles, here. We're going to talk a little bit. You guys know him from Blackish. He's going to stay here. He's going to do some breakdown. He's going to do some clips with us. Are you okay? We're going to talk course, about Anthony Davis. Course, you good course, with that? Of course. Of okay, course. you're not going to get upset because I don't know if this is <laughs> very, very nice. JJ has a real rude one. Is that all right? Uh, okay. All right. We'll see. Uh, okay. We'll, see. well yeah. he comes back. We'll have more on NBA Today no, after no this. What's wrong with my shirt? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We got a bunch of guys that knows what it takes to win. We need Russ to be Russ. That's why we got him. One of the most beautiful releases I've seen. Carmelo Anthony, star of the night. We all know how great Anthony Davis is. for a spectacular dunk. I have to prove to my teammates that I am the leader, that I say I am. The ultimate goal is to win a championship. Welcome back to NBA Today. So the Lakers have dealt with a lot of injuries, and they sit a game under 500, but they haven't been that much better, even with their big three all playing. So when LeBron, AD, and Russ are in the lineup, LA is eight and seven this season. So maybe the Lakers' big three, they could use a fourth, and oh. if so, this, oh. this gentleman this. right here, no. he might this. be up for the first challenge. Try. No, don't first try. Try. I swear to God, I swear to God, first shot. Don't, 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 don't you use the Lord, Dave. Shoot the shot in the in the demo, JJ. Yeah, sorry about that. So there he is, and here I he could tell is it was now. going in too. Black I knew it was star going Miles in. Brown. I didn't know it was an ice storm down. in here. Look at him. I know. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get. Like, I see the watch. I'm trying. But, I'm trying to but get. But like, be honest with us, though. Miles. Be honest. In your acting career, yes. hitting that shot that mm-hmm. JJ just proved to us he can't even hit, mm-hmm. where did that oh, wow. rank in your acting career? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe the Lakers just need me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe You're maybe I should just go for a 10-day. I don't know. But oh. Hopefully, I know. Your percentage, know. Judging from that <laughs> shot, you shoot way too well to play for the Lakers. <laughs> Richard. Wow. wow. Well, Blackish, right, Miles, is in its eighth and final season. Yes. I'm sad about that because I yeah. enjoy watching it so very much. And in Thank tonight's you. episode at 930 Eastern, on ABC, your character, Jack Johnson, he gets a new job. Can you explain what, what he's up to? Um, well, I, I forgot the exact term for it, but I'm like the, the locker room attendant, kind of helping out the players, giving out the towels, making sure they're all straight. It's a really fun job. I mean, from at least my experiences on set, I don't know if it's like that in real life, but Dealing it looks fun. It looks, yeah, how is that? Is that? Well, listen, when JJ yells at you to go get a third pair of socks, <laughs> okay. or when, like, when okay. Perk is like, you go get me a second plate of food, <laughs> that's when it starts getting annoying. And then JJ, like, like, like Perk doesn't tip. Like, I would tip you. Oh, you thank you. Okay, okay, okay. I had one luxury okay. in my okay. career. Yes. It was a new pair 
pair of socks every day. Every That's day. That's all I ask. That's okay. it. Oh. Okay. That's and so in okay. this episode, you would be the one who'd be bringing the socks yes. to JJ. Yes. So yes. That, that would be an honor for. It would be. Yeah, that would be an honor. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be. That but would be. You've amazing. been. You're. You're admittedly a, a LeBron fan. Yes. Your entire life. Where did that fandom start? Um, I think because I was born the year after LeBron got drafted. So ever since I was born, I was straight into LeBron. Slightly farther away. I was born straight into LeBron. So I guess like all you know everything I've watched even though my whole family is all Laker fans um, LeBron was always on my TV and I've always played video games as LeBron I've always you know so everywhere he's went or every team that he's been on I've always just rooted because he's my favorite player well tonight's big story it yeah. sort of involves LeBron but Anthony Davis his potential yeah. return is tonight so yes. we do a little segment here called don't stat me unfortunately Richard is in charge of it, <laughs> but I'm wondering if you want to be the person who sort of checks him today on don't stat me I'm down oh, oh I'm down. let's go you know what that means ladies and gentlemen her calm down uh, we got this everyone come on come on with me bro. come on now you want some of this let's go here we go so now everybody wants to do all this talk about anthony davis is coming back and we're excited and mm. i know laker fans are excited but here at don't stat me don't worry it's going to get better ad has some work to do to get back to his peak when the lakers are in the title when they won the title in 2020 they got some work to do and look at this Giannis. When he finished second in MVP for our, our uh, Defensive Player of the Year behind Giannis, this is what his team, our players were shooting against them. 35.8 when he was the closest defender. This season, they are 43.5. So he went from being second in the NBA as basically the second best on-ball defender or, or being the closest defender to tie for 199. So when we're talking about Anthony Davis dropping, get him, you got to get him in the frame. When we talk I'm about Anthony to, Davis dropping, when we talk about your Laker team dropping, look at the defense oh. of numbers. Don't worry, but we're going to show some clips of okay. good okay. Anthony Davis okay. Now, okay? Okay. 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 So this is Anthony Davis at his best. He falls down. Oh, my gosh. Surprise, okay. surprise. Okay. It's fine, okay. but this is the Anthony Davis. Look at him. Look, he is tracking. He is sprinting back to get back into the play, and he That's makes the need. play. That's what you need. That's what we need. That's Anthony Davis you need here than here going against Julius Randle uh, playing four yes he's playing the five look at that great hands moving his feet no seven there's there's he can do that there's maybe like two seven it's like him and Giannis and then here watch this he makes up for other people's mistakes they mess up the switch here Harrison Barnes I don't know what HP is doing but then here Giannis or, or excuse me Anthony Davis comes over and makes the huge game-winning play yeah. using straight verticality Anthony Davis is one of the biggest impact players but this is the thing that we got to talk about just because Anthony Davis is back and you think mm. your defense is going to be back look at his regression from three 33 percent 26%. And the reason why we're talking about it is in the bubble, JJ talked about it. He shot 38% in the bubble, helped to lead him to a championship. Right now, he is the worst three-point shooter in the NBA at a minimum of 50 attempts. <sighs> I need you to defend this. I, what is there to defend? There's you know, nothing come exactly. On, come on, look at me. Come on. To defend come on. at all. But come on. This he's got to work on it, though. Come on. He's, gonna, he's, he's gonna, been gonna, gone. Hopefully, he's been working on it. You know, you he's going to work on it. He's going to get better. But if everybody's talking about Anthony Davis coming on and being very good defensively, Thanks. yes, you can do that. But he also has work to do offensively. These numbers, Anthony Davis has to come back and be the type of player that he that we know that he's been before. Because right now. It, it, it's tough. It, it is not not looking good right now for the Lakers, even with Anthony Davis coming back. So, is there anything else? Is there anything else? All I do know is that if he does come back and he is the way we want him to be, yes. it'll be really hard to stop. That's all, right. all I know. That's Let's all go to the court. You got one shot now. We okay, got one on. shot. Because this is why I said... 
judging off of the way you shoot, I don't know if, if, if you know, you've made hey. too many shots. Let me see. No pressure. Oh, oh, it's all right. You oh, shot. I, I, need, I need one more. I need one more. I need one more. I need one more. One more. I got a mic attached to me. Hold on. Come on. Hold on. One more. Lay up, gang. Come on. Oh, 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 we got all day. We got all day. One more, one more. I got nowhere more. to go. It took Perk nine shots to get anything. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh, it's okay. We got nothing. We got nothing else going out. But just understand this: NBA today. We'll be back in sixty seconds. Welcome back to NBA Today. So we had a small sample size of games last night, but we wouldn't leave you on NBA Today without a little top of the top action. So let's start with Top Dime and let's go to the Big Easy because Alexander Walker was dropping dime. Oh, 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 this is up to snuff for JJ. Let's go to top stuff because we pulled up the okay. Oh! I need to get out of the way. Oh my god! This is that's that again. That's a block right there. That's that's me. I'm gonna call it go. That's how you earn minutes. Never done that like that. That's how you earn minutes. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. That's Oh, Lord. All right. It's after well, work, too. Well, we gotta go to top poster on the other side. So let's stay in OKC because there was no stuffing to go. Oh, baby is that? Oh, it's Mike Muscala. What's up, Mike? My bad, man. Mike Muscala. Mike, that's my guy, man. He's cool. I, I like Mike, but you know, whatever, man. He still got punch song. Oh my oh, oh god. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. And look, he's all business afterward. He's like, yes, yes, yes I yes. just did that. Well, if we're going to do the top of the top, we got to do the bottom of the bottom. Uh -oh. Richard Jefferson, I know that's what you wish had happened for you, but we, we got to see it one more time, please. Let's go! Look at that hairline. That thing was clean, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, obviously. Well, maybe track it up. Oh! Before you were born, how did you feel after this? How did I feel? Honestly, I felt that I had set the bar so low that I was going to be able to kind of raise up after that. What about your hairline? Did it raise up too? Listen, listen, I'm telling you, I gotta give a shout out. I gotta give a shout out to Ashley Jackson for making the Mickey B's class. She from Omaha, Texas. Yes, the phone nine. The last person to make the McDonald's game was me. And she Hey, I'll be proud of you, girl. I'm sorry oh, that this video was oh, no, 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 giving that very oh, nice shout-out. That, 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 that was, that was, that was so heartfelt. I should have contest in the McDonald's game. Now, you, now that I've seen that. Now you see this. I have to go. You had no choice but to go to the You're out here doing a service for people because when they see that, all of a sudden, everyone has a little more confidence. A little swagger. Yes. And this is what I'm okay with. That's the reason why I post it on all my social medias because I want to let kids know it is okay. It is okay. Because I failed, 
It allowed me to succeed at people. Yes, because you know what I did? Everybody that was through that role. Every time I was going, no, no, this, these things are hard. These things are hard. I'm just gonna be really honest. I didn't know talking well. The five was I was rocking these Reeboks. That was the first and last time I ever wore them. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Thank you so much to all of our guests today, Miles. Thank you so much. Can't wait to watch you. Let's go live. Let's go live.